Today is Wednesday, April the 27th, 2022, and it's a great day to have a day here on the Spurs Up Show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. And on today's show, I break down this weekend series as South Gunna returns home to take on the Alabama Crimson Tide in the best of three at Founders Park. Guys, I'll break down the series in its entirety. First things first, we'll talk the Crimson Tide, their pitching, their hitting. Also, of course, we'll talk South Gunna, their projected starting rotation, what to watch for, key player of the weekend, and I will lock in my prediction as well. Also got some news and notes to get into, including Lamont Paris adding a big piece to his team and also Gamecock football picking up a commitment as well. Guys, we've got a packed show for you and there's something, of course, as always, it's brought to you by the Spurs Up Show Store. Guys, TSUS.store, the best Gamecocks merchandise on the internet. Be sure to check us out for all your favorite collections, including Beamer Ball, Beamer Rattler 2022, and everything in between. Guys, everything you need to Saturday satisfy your Gamecocks merchandise needs. Again, guys, that's TSUS.store. TSUS.store, the best Gamecocks merchandise on the internet. Let's get it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Boys and girls, happy Wednesday, happy hump day. Hope you're all doing well. I'm Chris Phillips, your host of the Spurs Up Show. As always, hope you're having a fantastic day and hope you're having a great week as well as we sit here. Here on this Wednesday, the final week of the month of April. It's crazy. This year is already flying by. And also the final podcast of the month of April as well. But again, guys, hope the show does find you. I don't matter where you are, what you are doing. Hope you're having a fantastic week, as I said. And again, very excited to chat with you all as we break down yet another series for Gamecocks Baseball at Founders Park and a pivotal series it is in Indeed. First things first, guys, before we dive into everything, just a couple quick reminders. Of course, you're hearing the sound of my voice right now. Yours truly 
is on the road out of town. We are going to the great state of Florida for a few days through the weekend. My sister's fiance's bachelor party, if you will, going with my brother and, of course, some other people as well. Going to be a really, really good time. Um, so, again, in case you missed it, no Daily Crow today, tomorrow, or Friday. And this will be the final podcast of the week. But don't fret, guys. We'll have content bleeding out the eyeballs all week long. Might do some different stuff since I'll be out of town. Might do, like, some Twitter spaces or what have you. But either way, guys, you already know the drill. You're truly going to be all over social media. We'll be covering the games, watching the games, breaking down the games, and everything in between. So again, guys, appreciate you all being flexible, rolling with the punches. Also, of course, that means no Tin Roof show tonight as well. We will resume our Tin Roof live shows next week. It feels like it's been forever since I've been out there, and I really, truly do miss it. I truly miss seeing you guys out there as well. So again, very excited to get back out of Tin Roof. But that is the schedule right now. Also, guys, I will say this on a bit of a side note, and I talked about this on the Daily Crow yesterday, but as I've told you all before, of course, I'm a baseball guy, right? But with the way this season has gone, you know, I'm all about providing value in the content that we produce. And I don't want to continue to shove the baseball content and the baseball coverage down people's throats when the season is going in the way in which it is. So with that being said, you might see some different kinds of content. I want to try to get a little creative in regards to the content we're making right now. And I say all that to say you might see the NCAA football content return earlier than expected. I'm not talking our simulations or playing the season on Dynasty, but we may do some Road to Glory stuff. We may do some just individual exhibition games. I mean, there's tons of possibilities when it comes to that content. We also might start doing some football content early. And again, I've got all this planned out. But I might just try to inject some different things because, again, guys, I know right now the baseball season feels very, very long, especially when you have the record and the postseason projections or lack thereof that Sal kind of does right now. So, again, just stay tuned for that, guys. Um, either way, it's going to be the same content for you all, content bleeding out the eyeballs. But I wanted to let you know. And I'd love to get you guys' feedback as well. Again, I'm just thinking about – you know, what's some different things we can do to if we need to take our minds off of this baseball team, unfortunately, for a day? What are some different things we can do? So, again, just stay tuned. I'm going to be keeping you on your toes. You never know. There might be some different things. As you've probably seen over the last couple of days, we've we've been putting out, like, player ratings. Our good friends over at SG1 Sports, they do the rosters for NCAA football, and they've got the latest rosters. We've put out those player ratings, and we've gotten – Crazy good feedback on those. You might see more stuff like that. You never know. But either way, guys, really, really, truly do appreciate your love, your support, and always just rolling with the punches and rocking what we do. With that being said, though, on this show, we are talking baseball because the Yardcocks get going tomorrow night in Columbia South on at Founders Park as the Gamecocks take on the Alabama Crimson Tide tomorrow night at 7 o'clock, Friday at 7, and then Saturday at 12. Get this, guys, in this series. Two of the three games are on the big channel on SEC Network. Thursday's game and Saturday's game on SEC Network. The Friday contest will be aired on SEC Network. Plus, um, Alabama, of course, in the West, their head coach, Brad Bohannon. He's done a good job of that Bama program. You know, you look at Alabama, another team sort of like Auburn where they were picked near the bottom. There wasn't a lot of expecting them this year, but you look at their record, 24-17 and 17 overall, 9-9 nine and nine in the conference. So they're right in the thick of things in regards to, you know, of course, fighting for the postseason, maybe even hosting if they get hot down the stretch. So, again, Alabama's been a pleasant surprise in Tuscaloosa this season. You look at the pitching side of things, a 4.14 team ERA. They got a 5.48 ERA in SEC play. Pretty solid starting rotation. It starts 
Tomorrow night, Thursday night, their right-handed pitcher, Garrett McMillan, 4-3 and three with a 3.32 ERA. You then go to their game two starter, right-handed pitcher, Jacob McNary, 4-2 and two with a 5.52 ERA. And for the second consecutive week, South Carolina will see a really high-quality arm in the final game of the series. Left-handed pitcher, Grayson Hitt, who is 4-1 with a 3.57 ERA. Now, at the plate, at the dish, swinging a stick, that's where things get interesting for Alabama. The Crimson Tide hitting 281 overall as a team, but just 256 in SEC play. But they got some damn good ball players, guys. Drew Williamson, it starts there hitting 305 with seven home runs and 34 RBI. Tommy Seidel, the top of that line of hitting 309, two homers, 18 RBIs. Guys, he's 11 for 11 in stolen bases, so a threat once he gets on. And then Andrew Pinckney hitting 301, five homers and 19 RBIs, and he also leads the Crimson Tide in regards to SEC batting average so again Alabama like I said been a very nice surprise in the SEC and this will just be another typical SEC weekend where you know Bama maybe you know they're, they're not right up there with the with the Arkansas and the Tennessees and what have you but Alabama a very quality team and certainly someone that can come in and beat you if you are not careful um guys before we start talking South Carolina projected starting rotation what to watch for all that good stuff let me tell you about our latest partner and our latest sponsor. And of course, that is Marissa Kennedy, realtor and founding of the Patrick O'Connor team with Colwell Banker, the best real estate agent, and the best real estate team in the local Columbia area. And the numbers would prove that. Guys, this team has helped over 250 families last year. They work with both buyers and sellers in Columbia and the surrounding areas. They do premium advertising and sell your home faster with high quality pictures and video. And last year alone, guys, they sold homes for on average 5.4% more than the competition. Now, guys, right now we're in a seller's market, but Marissa's able to get buyers under contract and in new homes by being available to show homes as soon as they hit the market, collaborating with listing agents to write offers that meet the needs and wants of the sellers, and keeping up clear communication throughout the entire process to ensure that you make it to the closing table without a hitch. Guys, give them a call today, 803-406-1800. That's 803-406-1800. And of course, go like Marissa's Facebook page, at Marissa Kennedy Realtor. That's at Marissa Kennedy Realtor on Facebook. Again, guys, if you're looking for the best real estate agent, the best real estate team in the local Columbia area, look no further than Marissa Kennedy, realtor and founding member of the Patrick O'Connor team with Coldwell Banker. And when you do, be sure to tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up show sent you. Now, guys, when it comes to the Yardcocks, the starting rotation, we know Noah Hall is going to throw, and we know Will Sanders is going to throw. By the time you're hearing the sound of my voice, Salcon has probably already put out their series preview, uh, series, whatever you will, the primer, if you will. So you're going to know probably by the time you hear the sound of my voice. But I do not know right now exactly what the starting rotation will be. Will it be Brett Thomas? Will it be Aiden Hunter? Will it, God forbid, be Matthew Becker? Will Will Sanders finally get back, get moved back to the game one slot? I have no idea. And again, that's where I start in regards to what to look for. Who starts game one? I mean, who's getting the nod? Because you know what? If you're Kingston, and I promise you I'm going to get there in just a second. If you're Kingston, you can continue to say strategy and we're short on arms and we're throwing this freshman, we're throwing that freshman. But the fact of the matter is you're really not giving yourself a chance to win game one. And you know what? It's hard enough for South Carolina to win right now. Why not do everything you can to go win that first game? Do everything you can. Throw your best guys. I mean, I, I understand the strategy to a degree using Matthew Becker as this swing guy and what the goal is. But with no midweek game, you should have some flexibility in regards to starting a Matthew Becker. God forbid if you want to start a Kate Austin. I don't know, man, but I wonder, do they hand the baseball to Brett Thomas again? Didn't throw that poorly, but... 
Do they hand the baseball to Brett Thomas again? Do they give John Gilreath a look? Again, do you go back to Aiden Hunter? Do you go back to Matthew Becker? Going to be really interesting to see who they start in that game one tomorrow night. And guys, moving into the Kingston thing. Of course, guys, what I'm looking for this weekend, this is really the first weekend for yours, truly at least, where I have gone vocal, and Mark Kingston's seat is officially flaming, flaming hot. How do you respond? Again, I asked this same thing for South Carolina basketball when I went vocal on Frank Martin. Backs against the wall. There's real pressure now. Do we see this team play better with its backs against the wall? Do we see this team respond to the adversity and hearing the displeasure from the fan base? Because Mark Kingston is one of the most disliked folks in Columbia right now. I think he's probably right up there with Ray Tanner in regards to people that uh, – are not very high favor, high standing with Gamecock fans right now. So Mark Kingston officially being on the hot seat, his job's on the line. There's no secret anymore, right? There's no sugarcoating it. There's no secret. They can't pretend one way or another. It's like this, like that, whatever. His job is on the line right now. So how does he respond? How does this coaching staff respond? And how does this team respond? Guys, something else I'm looking forward to seeing. I'm, I'm excited to see Alabama. You know, a surprise Alabama squad. Again, they not a lot was expected out of them. And you think of Alabama baseball, you don't think of a lot. You know, they don't have crazy great tradition. And, of course, we think of Alabama, we think of their great football program and Nick Saban and all that. But, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm excited to see just how good Bama is because this, this is such an interesting league this year where everybody's just beating up on each other. I mean, you look at the standings right now. Of course, South Carolina sitting at 6-12, and 12, but there's so many teams – that are eight and 10, nine and nine, 10 and eight. And so it's sort of like I said, guys, this second half of FCC play, you're going to find out who's the contenders and who are the pretenders. Just how good is Alabama? Again, they got some quality players, but top to bottom, you know, been questionable in SEC play at times. Excited to see them. Also, guys, what I'm looking for, which lineup breaks through? Again, of course, South Carolina's lineup hitting 221 on SEC play. Alabama, though, just 256. I mean, they haven't been great in the SEC. Which lineup will have a better weekend? South Carolina returning home. They like hitting at Founders Park. Again, Bam, I wouldn't say is a, a power-heavy lineup by any means. Um, you know, the Gamecocks pitching staff, you feel, should be able to have some success. You know, which lineup's going to break through? Because it's going to come down to hitting. I, I think both sides are pretty equal in, the, in regards to pitching. Uh, I think both sides will pitch well. I think both sides will play good defense. But which one's going to swing the bat? You got to score runs to win. Which side is going to do that more often than the other? Um, guys, something else I'm looking forward to. Of course, last week we taught South Carolina has been so pathetic on the road. They've been terrible. Do the friendly confines of Founders Park solve your woes? Does it solve your woes? Does it fix anything? This team has played differently at home. I think we can all acknowledge that. South Carolina has played differently at home. The last time you were in your building, you took two out of three from Ole Miss. I don't know what it is. I don't know why this team struggles so badly on the road. I will say I do know that this team loves hitting at Founders Park. Um, you know, I don't have the statistics pulled up, but I'd love to see the spread in regards to home versus away spreads and how our averages compare, and especially power numbers and stuff like that. But South Carolina has been a different team on its home field. The friendly confines solve those woes. Can you solve the Alabama Crimson Tide on your home field? And then finally, guys, I hate that we even have to bring this up but with the status that is the season, with the state we are in. It's a talking point. It's the race to the SEC tournament. And the Gamecocks right now, guys, you're not even fighting to get to the postseason. You're not fighting to host the regional. You're fighting to qualify for the conference tournament. Because, it, guys, if you did not know, only 12 of 14 teams get in. Every team doesn't get in. And you're right there at the bottom with the Missouris, the Kentuckys, the old misses, you're right down there at the bottom with them. So 
Every single weekend is important. If for nothing else, guys, no matter how you feel about Mark Kingston, no matter how you feel, I mean, listen, I want Mark Kingston fired also. I don't think he's the answer. I think South Carolina needs to move on, but I don't want to see this team miss the SEC tournament. I, I mean, you talk about embarrassing. You talk about your program falling to such a depth, such a depth that is, that is, that is just inexcusable is not even the word. I want to see this team make the SEC tournament. Let's at least have some sort of postseason baseball to talk about. So, again, every single weekend is pivotal. You only got four of them left, only 12 SEC games. That race to the SEC tournament, it's going to heat up as we go through the rest of this season. Guys, let's move into my key player for the weekend. And Mark Kingston mentioned him, and he has quietly had a really, really good year. And it's a shame because – you know, his work has gone un unnoticed, especially for a true freshman. He's thrown the ball extremely well. But right in the picture, Kate Austin, I I I'm putting him as my key player. I think these are going to be some tight ball games, some close ball games, and there's going to be instances where you need a, a, a guy to come in and shut the door. And I think Kate Austin will be a guy they look for, look, look to. You know, Kate Austin, Matthew Becker, those are your guys at the back end. Those are the guys you're depending on. Kate Austin needs to be sharp, needs to be at his best. So, again, for me, my key player for the weekend, I think someone, you know, it's all come down to bullpen for South Carolina. They need him at his best. Give me Ryan a picture, Kate Austin, for my key player of the weekend, guys, which leads me into my prediction. Now, Many of you off the jump, oh, Bama's going to sweep. Bama's going to sweep. And I want to give him a shout-out because I've been thinking about him during this show. John Kruger. John Kruger tunes into all the Daily Crows, all the podcasts, and I appreciate him doing so. And John is so convinced that Alabama's going to sweep South Carolina. And that's fair. I mean, it's not like a crazy pick. I mean, look at the Gamecocks record. Look at them as a team. And Alabama has been a surprise in the SEC, right? Sitting at 500 SEC play, 9-9. Nine and nine. Like I mentioned, 24-17 and 17 overall. The Gamecocks currently hold the worst overall record in the conference at 19-20 and 20 and sit 6-12 and 12 in SEC play, right? So most are going to look at this series, if you're even still paying attention, by the way, and say that, you know, oh, Alabama for sure, minimum going to win two out of three, they're going to sweep. And things are interesting now because the Gamecocks come in this one. Mark Kingston's job, it's, it's, it's no secret any longer. His job's at stake. His job's at stake. Will they make a move? That's a separate conversation. Will they actually pull the trigger? But his job status, in my opinion, is up in the air, right? And as I mentioned, the SEC tournament, trying to make the SEC tournament is a real thing. Forget Omaha. Forget the Supers. Forget the Regionals. We're just talking the conference tournament right now, which is pathetic, but that's where you are. So this team has its backs against the wall, right? 12 SEC games left. Still a lot to play for, believe it or not. But backs against the wall, it has to happen here. You haven't been good on the road. Six of your final 12 SEC games are on the road, right? So that's already something damning when you look towards the end of the season. What that means is you have to take advantage of your home series. And I tell you, it's easy to look at this club and dismiss them and write them off and say, this team just stinks. And I'm not saying, guys, this team's very good. You are what your, stati your statistics say you are. You can't hit. You can't pitch. You can't do much of anything, right? You can't do much of anything. And you just find ways to lose ball games, game after game after game, weekend after weekend after weekend. I wonder if no midweek game is going to help this club. 
resting arms because you need all hands on deck. You know, you probably should have Eli Jones this week in a throw, which I think could be a huge plus because he's thrown the ball fairly well for you. And again, you just need every arm you can get. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to go out on a limb. I think Alabama is a quality ball club. I think it's going to be a very tight competitive series. And I know it doesn't make sense, but what about this team has made sense this year? What about this team has made sense? South Carolina has 12 SEC games left, four conference series. They're not going to lose all four of them, guys. They're not going to lose all four of them. I will, I will make that bold prediction. They're not going to lose all four of them. I'm not saying it's not going to be a very rough finish of the year and that Mark Kingston shouldn't be fired because he should. But the Gamecocks will not lose all four series, and I think this is one of the ones they will take. Backs against the wall. This team has been a different team on their home field. I think no midweek game is very, very beneficial for South Carolina. Hey, guess what? Alabama has a midweek game. They played Samford last night. They have a midweek game. I think that benefits South Carolina greatly in regards to the pitching side of things, a team that desperately needed some time to rest some arms. Eli Jones being available is going to help you out tremendously. I think the Gamecocks, again, at home, they're a different bunch. Do you win game one? I have no idea, but I think you will find a way to take two out of three of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Again, a beatable Alabama team. It's not like Alabama's Arkansas or Tennessee or whatever. They're a beatable team. I mean, the SEC's just been beating up on each other all, all season long. I think the Gamecocks will find a way this weekend. I think they take two out of three. Again, I'm not exactly sure which two games they'll win, but I do think Sal kind of finds a way to take two out of three. So, again, guys, lock me in. Gamecocks take two out of three. They win the series in the quote-unquote upset against the Alabama Crimson Tide. And, again, I, I, like I said, does it make a lot of sense? No. But what about this team has made sense this year? What about this team has made sense? And I'll wait. <laughs> I mean, absolutely nothing about this group has made sense, and they've just been a completely different ball club at home. Guys, you look at the numbers, by the way. This is one that will jump out to you. I think South Carolina, forgive me if I'm wrong, you know, in regards to the official total statistics, but South Carolina is tied, I believe, with Tennessee and I want to say Arkansas. Either way, they have – they are they – are, they rank near the top in regards to wins, top 25 wins with eight. Like, if you looked at those numbers, you look at top 10 wins. I think South Carolina has five. Like, you look at those numbers, you'd be like, wow, that's a really, really good team. And then it just falls apart from there. So, for whatever reason, this Gamecocks team, they get up. I know Alabama's not ranked, but they get up at home, and I think they will do the same here. I think South Carolina does take two out of three from the Alabama Crimson Tide. So, guys, lock me in. Gamecocks, take the series at Founders Park. This weekend, again, all three games, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 7 o'clock, 7 o'clock, and a noon first pitch in the final game on Saturday. So, again, guys, I would love to hear from you, your thoughts. How do you feel the series will go? What do you think of my predictions? What are you looking for most? Would love to get your thoughts on it as well. Guys, before we get out of here, really quick, a couple quick, quick news and notes to get into. Lamont Paris landing a big piece, Ohio State transfer, Michi Johnson. He comes in again from the Buckeyes. I think a quality pick. I mean, listen, Lamont Paris is building his roster right now. Michi Johnson, from things I've heard, was a role player type player, was not a starter, um, but was on an Ohio State team that was ranked most of the year, made it to the round of 32 pretty good. So I think he he will be a starter for South Carolina. I think he will be a, a three- to four-year type of player. And, again, I think it's a very positive addition for South Carolina. 
I, I think it's going to be a rough first couple of years, but, uh, you know, I, I think Michi Johnson is a solid pickup, no doubt. Also, guys, Gamecocks football picking up a commitment from tight end Nate Adkins, and if that last name sounds familiar, yes, he is the son of offensive line coach Greg Atkins, the East Tennessee State transfer. You know, I think you just look at it, son of Greg Atkins, you need a depth the tight end position. Will he ever play? I highly doubt it, but either way, depth is depth is depth. So, again, we welcome him to South Carolina. And also Shane Beamer tweeting a welcome home. There are four silent commitments right now. We do not know. I do not have any intel on those or when they will announce. So, hey, I'm sitting here waiting just like you all are. Shane Beamer, of course, is always keeping us on our toes. Guys, appreciate you all tuning in. That's going to do it all for me. Thank you all so much again for the continued love and support. Like I said, you're hearing the sound of my voice. Yours truly is probably already in sunny Orlando, Florida, chilling, hanging out. But again, do not fret. Content bleeding out the eyeballs all week, all weekend. We'll be keeping up and covering the Gamecock series against Alabama and everything happening in between. Folks, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much. Have a great rest of your Wednesday, and we'll talk to you soon. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. 